What's up? We're your co-hosts, Katie and Ellie, and you're listening to Not So Ladylike, a podcast with no rules. On this show, we'll lose the filter and dive in head first while reminding each other and you that we're all out here winging it. We saved you a spot on the couch, so get ready for a candid conversation with the girls. Hey, besties. Welcome back to Not So Ladylike. Today, we're talking about our rituals or our routines no (laughs) specifically rituals and we're going to talk about the difference between a ritual and a routine but first i have something i would like to share with you and that is that i have somehow managed to lose my paring knife so if one of you took it you better give it back bring it back (laughs) i seriously don't know where it went it's been gone for literal weeks and i have, is there a chance that you like took it to a family Easter or something? Like, no. Would you have traveled it? Absolutely not. Okay. So it's either, this is what I've come down to. I either put it away somewhere where it doesn't belong. Dylan thinks it went down the garbage disposal, but I think we would know if it was in the garbage disposal. Or somehow I accidentally threw it away, but I can't imagine throwing away a paring knife on accident. Is it part of a matching set? Yes. So we have. So you don't want to just go buy another one. No, we have a knife block and we got it for Christmas and it's like, they're nice knives. Wonder where she went. I have no idea. You didn't take it, like use it for Mother's Day for something goofy? No. Hmm. I have zero clue where it went. You can take apart your garbage disposal and look, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't think it would have just completely destroyed it into tiny little ashes. But we've used the garbage disposal and I think at any point in time, we would hear it being not a pleasurable yeah yeah Yeah, i think our garbage disposal would be really really mad Hmm. i bet dylan lost it maybe he took it somewhere maybe he took it does he pack his lunch no still i don't know why you'd take a paring knife anyway so i don't know anyway sorry about your knife me too nothing like that has ever happened to me before and it's just so weird i think that's regular i think it happens to people all the time like things just go missing it just like grew legs and walked away. yeah this is something i don't think anyone but dylan knows i've talked before about how i used to go to catholic church when i was younger and so i have some of these like trickle down kind of things that i do i cannot wait to see where this is and going. one of them is that when i lose something i pray to saint anthony to help me find it <laughs> so i've been praying to saint anthony to help me find this paring knife and it's not working usually it works i actually do remember that about you usually it works and i find something within five minutes because i remember at one point we were talking about religion and you were like i will say <laughs> i do believe in saint i anthony. do believe in saint anthony because i'll just walk around asking for something and then tony tony look around yeah And usually it works, and I do believe in St. Anthony. Okay. Patron saint of lost items, my bestie. (laughs) Maybe you should just keep asking. I know. I hope none of your rituals involve your paring knife. They don't. It's just a sad casualty. Just a sad little casualty. Kitchen casualty. Kitchen casualties. (laughs) Speaking of, way off topic, I think of you, which secondary technically is thinking of Julie every time we make, every time I burn rice or mac and cheese and think of the sacrificial layer in the kitchen just like because it used to you'd be like oh that doesn't matter you always have a sacrificial layer you just dump that part in the trash yeah and so every time that happens to me i'm like totally fine it's just sacrificial i think it when i drop food on the floor too while i'm cooking it's like that's just the sacrifice to the dinner gods like yeah except i when i think you posted the other day me prepping my fruit for the week and ellie was at my house and she ate kiwi off my floor i rinsed it off first did you yeah 
I just know. I'm not just going to eat raw kiwi off your floor. You have five pets. Raw kiwi. I don't have five pets unless Four you consider pets. the toddler a pet. <laughs> Sorry. But <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious that you would just eat something off my floor. I would eat off your floor. Oh, that's a mistake. You don't have pets or toddlers. I don't clean it. But maybe often. I clean more because I have pets. And yeah, who knows? I clean our floors once a week. Mop once a week? Yeah, every time I sweep, I mop. Oh, you only have that one little. Yeah. That's not hard to mop. No. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, I rinsed off the kiwi. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. You just like pranced right over like, ooh, a perfect opportunity. <laughs> she, she was slicing fruit for Jackson's snack. And I was like, I want to eat that. But like, I can't because I'm at your house and Jackson needs to eat. And like, I can't, you know, ever. You can always eat at my house. Anyway. Yeah. She dropped a piece of kiwi on the floor and she bent down to pick it up. And I was like, scoop. I got it. I, I think I like snapped at you. I was like, that's mine. Yeah. And I was like, you're going to eat it? And you're like, like, oh, totally. <laughs> I was like, don't touch that. <laughs> I saw it drop and I was like, yes. It's uh, my opportunity for a snack. <laughs> we love a good snack. I only get the floor scraps. Floor. I love that I've painted this picture that when I go to your house, I'm not allowed to eat and I only eat the floor scraps. You always eat Like snacks. a dog. <laughs> no. She's always welcome to my food. No. And I always take snacks from jackson yeah. and i call it the snack tax snack tax because he makes me refill his snacks and so he shares with you though yeah he's a cool little dude so i actually made a list which may shock you guys for this episode it was a very last minute list but it is a prepared document and as i was going through it we were about to start and i said but i'm gonna stop myself here because i'm thinking about routines and rituals the same and they're definitely different because i was thinking about like Oh, well, every night then I lay down with Jackson and we do this thing. And it's like, but that's bedtime routine. That's not really ritual. So I think there's a difference between the day-to-day routine and the ritual. But I could be kind of wrong. So what's the difference in your mind between a routine and a ritual? A routine is something in my mind. I'm deciding this right now. Could change my mind by the end of the episode. Routine is something that is... Day-to-day, rather you like it or lump it, it's part of your routine. You get up, you fill your car with gas. Not that you do that every day. But, like, you go to work, you pack your lunch, you whatever. And a ritual is something that you kind of, like, sneak in your day to bring you joy. Okay. So, like, a routine is something that's a necessity. Yes. Like, non-negotiable. Right. And could there be rituals in your routine? Like Jackson's bedtime routine that is also fun for me sometimes. Like, that could still bring me joy and be ritually, but... It is a routine. Right. I have to do it rather I'm in the mood for it or not. If one of my rituals isn't going to bring me joy, then I won't do it that day. And that's totally fine. And I feel like a ritual is more of like a self-care kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about your first ritual. Oh, I have to get my list. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. very official document. Oh, so in my official document titled Rituals, I also wrote that I had a hard time coming up with these because mine aren't. When I'm thinking of your rituals, I see them like in chronological order, whereas mine aren't always time specific. They're just important to me that I do them throughout the day, not necessarily at 8 a.m. I wake up and wash my face, like those kinds of things. Okay. Um, so one of them is date night, which I know I've talked about before, so I won't dwell too long on that. But we do date night every Thursday, and that is kind of routine but definitely a ritual. Like, we intentionally plan that every week, and it is something that is great, and I look forward to it all week. So I won't go into depths about that because we've, we've already talked about it. But, yeah, date night Thursdays. Get ready for the weekend with a date night. Love. One of my weekly rituals that I've been slacking on lately because I haven't liked the menu is my Monday night crumble cookie order. 
Ooh. I haven't done it for like a month. Because I've noticed there haven't been any on the counter. No, because the menus were just like, mm, I don't really want to try any of those. But I did get them this week. Um, and they were very good. And I love that ritual because it's like, okay, this is my time. I'm going to door dash some crumble and I'm going to feel happy about my life. Are they still on your counter? Yeah. What kinds are they? Well, I only got two. Ew. She usually gets four. Yeah. She never eats four. No. And I didn't really want to try all the flavors. So I got, this is going to date the episode a little bit, but that's okay. I got the confetti. Okay. Cookie. And I got a like cinnamon roll. Ooh, I bet cinnamon roll was good. They are, they, I want to go back and get two more. I should have gotten a four pack with two of each is mm. what I should have done. So you loved Funfettis too. Yes. Funfetti. Oh my God. They're both so good. Okay. Another ritual that we both have is every morning. I'll let you speak for yourself. Yours may not be every morning. Every morning around 10 o'clock, I caffeinate. So I have a coffee maker now because I rediscovered that I like coffee. And Shane and I haven't been purchasing any like food or drinks fast food style. And I've been making a coffee every day. And it just feels so much nicer even than buying a coffee. I like a little treat of buying a coffee too, but like running it through my coffee maker and feeling like a little barista and adding my creamer and everything. So I've been doing that. And on days that my tummy isn't feeling like coffee, which is kind of like 35, 40% of the time, I'll drink a little energy drink. And I just found a brand new one, new to me. And I today I am drinking a ghost because they have an orange cream flavor. I love a good dreamsicle. So I wanted to try this one out. And now this is like my third or fourth one because I like them a lot. And there's Sour Patch flavors, which I'm not super into, but Shane is into that. And he loves it. I'm not much of an energy drink person. I wasn't either. They scare me. But if it's Sour Patch flavored. Yeah. You know, sometimes I do a Red Bull every once in a blue moon. And see, to me, Red Bull and Monsters are the ones that like, don't drink those. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't know why. And these are technically, I don't know about Ghost, but the rest I do get, um, like I like a Celsius a lot, is technically a pre-workout drink, I think. Not that I use them as a pre-workout, but... Their ingredients are usually pretty clear, and I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. That's one reason why I stay away from energy drinks is because the ingredients, I don't know what they are, and I'm just kind of like, maybe not for me. Yeah. This one feels pretty good. But leading into that, I also make matchas and coffees, and I just know every day that I'm going to have that little pick-me-up. Since doing some of my pelvic floor physical therapy, I've also trying to switch up my routine And now I don't make myself wait till 10 o'clock. I was waiting till like 10 to 2 to caffeinate. It is so much different to wake up and brew coffee. Like wake up and make a coffee. It just feels so nice. I know that sounds dumb, but like, ugh, I just love like the pouring and the the whole thing (laughs) just makes me mood. Love it. And I feel so accomplished. And you have that same ritual. I do have that same ritual. Every morning I usually make a matcha Maybe once a week or once every other week, I'll go to Starbucks or Dunkin' and get a matcha made for me because I feel like I deserve it. But most days, I wake up and make a matcha. But today... I was going to say that I also started caffeinating at 10 because you kind of like... Influence. Yeah, but I usually wake up around 8.30 or 9. So I guess caffeinating caffeinating at 10 is like caffeinating when you wake up. Right. And I wake up 
Well, this morning around 3.45, um, I was awoken. Jackson just stood up and just started slapping on his door. Awesome. I was like, this is so good. I love this for me at 3.40 in the morning. Super fun. Yeah, I'm not going to start caffeinating then. But I was using (laughs) it as like my breakfast break was when I would start caffeine. But now it's just like, just wake up and have it. Yeah. And I did. Well, yeah. Yeah. I did, though. So every time my family travels, now they pick me up some sort of like matcha powder. So I've been getting to try a lot of different ones. So the one that I'm drinking today my nan got from Trader Joe's. And it's not just the matcha, like plain matcha powder. It's like a matcha latte mix. So it also has like sugar and powdered milk in it. And it is so good. Do you add anything to it or it is the drink? So the first time I made it, I didn't realize it was like a latte mix. So what I do is I use my Keurig for the hot water and then I mix a homemade vanilla syrup and almond milk together while the water is boiling or whatever. And then I mix them together, whatever. Anyway, so the first time I did it, I did my normal proportions. And then I was like, oh, this is super milky. So the next time I made it, I still added a little bit of almond milk and the vanilla syrup. But yeah, I kind of doctored a little bit. Yeah. But you like that. Yes. And on the tin, it tells you to use like five tablespoons or something because it's supposed to be like just by itself. So I usually cut that oh, in half. As opposed to like two teaspoons of matcha powder, yeah. concentrate, whatever. Yeah, because this is like less concentrated. Mm. So. Ellie makes fun of me because if we go to Starbucks and get matcha, I'm adding like six tablespoons. Like give me all the grass. <laughs> Make it grass with a side of milk. I will say though, I found at Honeymoon, I like them to double the matcha powder. So it's a little less milky. And I don't like Duncan's matcha anymore. I don't know that I ever did. I feel like I had one there, but I think Duncan uses a syrup. I don't think it's a matcha powder. So I think it's like... I don't really think it's a real matcha. I think it's a matcha syrup, like a flavor. Like it's no different than drinking like vanilla milk. I think it's matcha flavored milk. Really? I could totally be wrong. Someone please call me out if I am wrong. But I know Dunkin' or not Dunkin'. I know Donut Bank is a syrup. Yes, they have it. It's not, it's like, um, it's like already liquid. Yeah. But it's not like a syrup. It's just like they've already, it's like concentrated tea. I don't trust it. It's like the same because when I first started drinking matcha, I would get from Target the boxes of the already made liquid oh, matcha tea. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was definitely not as good as the powder. So I wonder if that's what they use too. That's just like pre-made. But like I said, the already made liquid is not as good as the powder mixed with. And whatever. you don't get the whole ritual like barista feeling. Yes, I like it. Speaking of ritual about matcha, though, I want to get one of those matcha like whisk things have you seen those specifically for matcha yeah they look like a head scratcher kind of and you like are supposed to like whisk it together right now i have a hand whisker yeah right now i use one of those hand but you're like take me back i don't want battery operated i want a head scratcher yeah like i want to i want the ritual okay so all right next rituals what else do i have this is Sketchy to call a ritual. This is what some people would consider a routine. um, But for me, it is not a routine. And if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. So my hair washing is a little bit of a ritual. And I do it once a week. And of course, if I need it sooner or less, I adjust. I am on day seven today with my current hair. That's amazing. I think so too. Unless I look like a trash panda. No. But... 
when I do wash my hair, it turns into a whole thing, like in a good way, a whole ritual. It'll be a night that either if I take the day off work or if Shane's putting Jackson to bed, I will wash my hair, shave my legs, self-tan or lotion, depending what's needed, maybe pluck my eyebrows. Like it's just like, it's not a quick shower. Like hurry up, let me not smell like ass and get in and out. Like I'm going to wash my hair and do exfoliate, self-tan, all of the beautiful things. And then I wake up the next day and it's like, damn, like you did it. You look so good. Your hair's clean. Your skin's tan. Like all of the things. So it's turned into a ritual. Sometimes I light a little candle. That's it. It's a whole thing. Yes. And it like turns the whole night into like this relaxing evening. Whereas, you know, if I were to do that in the morning before work, it would just be like a shit show, like a hurry, hurry, hurry kind of thing. And this is like, I've got all the time in the world. I can do whatever I want. If I'm really feeling it, I'll wash, dry, and style my hair because I usually only style my hair like once a week too. Yeah. Of course, on days like today, you have to do like a half up or something, but whatever. That reminds me of like, women have three different types of showers. And it's like, one is a very quick body shower. One is like a body and hair. And one is like the most luxurious Yes. Bathing experience you've ever had. Yes. And that is my luxurious bathing experience. I'm going to pull out the good body wash. We're going to smell like eucalyptus. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna exfoliate. It's like the works. Yes. The works. The whole nine. Yeah. So, and that is a joyous experience for me that I adore. I love that. Thank you. Speaking of rituals that might also be routines, my next one is kind of that way. But I'm going to hold for the lawnmower. Hey, have you heard about our t-shirts yet? We opened our merch store and have two cutie designs waiting for you. You can rock our original not-so-ladylike tee. Or my personal favorite, the sassy no-rules design. We have tees and sweatshirts, and the crewnecks are especially comfy. Click the link in our show notes to visit our shop. And make sure to tag us in your photos so we can see how you style your not-so-ladylike gear. So, every Tuesday evening... I go over to Katie's, hang out with the fam, hang out with Jackson, and I guess that's kind of a routine because I do it every week. But it's not because you have to. But it's not because I have to. It's like... You choose it. Yeah. It feels like a ritual for us because it's like, I get to see Jackson, we get to hang out and play and fart around and whatever, and we all get to spend time outside, and it's just a nice little connection. Yeah. Ellie really loves the time outside when it's above 90 degrees. That's her favorite time to come over. Yeah, I love that so much. (laughs) I almost texted you yesterday because I was doing my workout outside because that's one where I have space to. And when it's really hot, I feel like it's a little bit of an extra little sweat sesh. (laughs) And I finished my whole workout and I was so sore and so tired, but I wasn't pouring sweat. And it was only like, I don't know, 78 degrees, 80 degrees. And I was already missing the 95 degree weather we were having. And I was like, I just want to text Ellie because it'll piss her off. Like, I miss that it's 95 (laughs) degrees out. I want to just walk outside and be like, whoo, hot, sweat, warm, toast. (laughs) And that makes me feel awful. Yeah. I remember one time I was over here and you were like, I have a shower. Like, I cannot feel like this anymore. No. And we had spent like an hour at the pool. And I was like, I literally hate my life. Yeah. I hate this so much. And I'm like, I feel refreshed. I am charged, (laughs) energized, ready to go. And I'm like, this is the most disgusting thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Just being outside. I know. (laughs) And Jackson gets so grimy too, but he loves it. But then like just carrying him around in the, the sweat is not a blast all the time. Yeah. For you. (laughs) I love it when it's like 60, 58. Wow. 
when it's like chilly, that's my prime time. I do like, so summer, I learned, I think this year or last year, I've decided summer is my favorite season because it used to always be fall. I know that about you. I know, but I always thought in my head that it was fall. I think I was wrong. But yeah, I think I just love summer so much. But I also really enjoy the time of changing seasons because I like the shorts and a sweatshirt or opposite, like tank top and leggings. I like the being able to wear literally exactly what I want because the weather's so either way. I like that a lot for my fashion sense. Me too. Another thing that is definitely a ritual for me is movement of some kind. It has always been walks since having Jackson. We've made sure that we go on walks all of the time. When I start feeling really frustrated, a walk just like clears my brain. And when I have Jackson and the dog with me, sometimes that's the only way I can get a clear brain. And I'll listen to my favorite podcast. And some of them are super uplifting. If I don't want an uplifting mood, I'll listen to something else. But I can just like, I just love it. The birds are chirping. We're just strolling through the neighborhood for 20 minutes or an hour. If we want to, it just depends. But lately, I'm in a little group with some of my work friends. And it's just kind of like a we all have goals at work. We have a goal board. And it's like, hey, let's all be in this group together and talk about our goals and send sweaty selfies or our meals that we make. And because of that, I've started doing Pilates and other workouts a little more intensely. And I really like how that's making me feel for lots of reasons. I've always been active, so I like the feeling of like my muscles being sore because I'm a freak. And every night I can tell Shane, or if I get up in the morning, it just depends, but like, hey, I need my time to work out today. And it's like, wow. And I get that. Like, it's just like 30 minutes that it's like, hey, I do this every day, so I need my time to do it. And Shane's like, okay. And then him and Jackson go play and do something. So it's like, wow. And Right now, since it's summertime, I get to lay out on a towel in my backyard and do a HIIT workout or a Pilates workout or whatever I want to do. And it's like, I'm in my backyard. I'm with my dog. The sun is shining. This is glorious. I love that for me. Everything is right in the world. Everything is right in the world. (laughs) That's right. And then I can come back inside and it's almost time to put Jackson to bed sometimes because we eat supper really early, like as soon as we get home. I'm usually cooking supper. I love that. One of my... Um, I won't call it a ritual because it doesn't feel that way. It also doesn't feel like a routine yet, though. I got a treadmill for under my desk Mm. because I really wanted – I love when I get to come over and have a walk with you guys because your neighborhood is walkable and also it's fun. My neighborhood is not walkable. It is so boring and it sucks. If I want to have a good walk, I really need to drive like down to the riverfront or something. So I got this treadmill for under my desk. And I started like editing the podcast while I walk or sending emails back while I walk, things like that. And I've been walking like two-ish miles a day and it just makes me feel so good. And I find that my brain focuses better when I'm moving. Yes. That's one of my big things is we walk every day. Even if I do a workout, we go on a walk every day because like the dog still needs exercise and Jackson likes it. But my brain can just be clear because while I'm technically doing nothing, if I sit on my couch and do nothing, my brain is like rolling and that won't feel like self-care to me. If I'm outside walking, I can have a little drink in my cup holder. I can be like my brain just focuses on the walk or on Jackson. It's just I love it. The movement just feels good for us. Yeah. We need it. I know. We're not plants. We're animals. Gotta move. (laughs) However, this is way off topic. I have a beautiful tomato plant that's about 25 foot tall and wouldn't freaking give me any tomatoes. But I got my first tomato last night. And I'm wondering, my sister-in-law told me 
I had to shake it so it would pollinate. And I was like, that sounds crazy, but I'm going to try it. And about a week ago, I shook my plant all around and now I have my first tomato. So maybe plants need movement too. I have never heard that before, but I love it. Yeah, it could be bogus, but I have my first tomato and I made my plant dance. So it sounds to me the same as my praying to St. Anthony to help me find things. But I'm going to keep doing it. But I'm going to keep doing it because it worked. It worked. Seems to work to me. Yeah. Did I send you a picture of my... I posted on Instagram. You posted it on Instagram, yeah. Yeah. Cute Cute. little guy. I don't know when the technical tomato time is, so... And this is my first little sprout. And mom said, you know, when it gets in the thick of the season, people are always bringing them to work and being like, I have an overflow and no one's done that yet. So maybe you just are early. So Go little mater. Little mater plant. (laughs) (laughs) Mater. Some other things for me that are ritual-y but don't necessarily happen every day... But I find myself, when I have time by myself to work out, I can also find myself squeezing in time to like water the plants and stuff. And last night that felt super ritually to me. Like the sun was setting and I was by myself and quiet outside. And that was nice, just like caring for plants. That's one of my rituals too, is just caring for my plants about. Um, I guess I don't know how often I do it because it kind of depends on what each of them need. But every once in a while, I will take them from their spot and take them to the sink and water them and care for them. And yeah, it feels very like grounding. Right. I like it. Me too. As we're talking about rituals, I'm realizing that a lot of mine have to do with summertime, though, and good weather. So now I'm, I like my mental health may be garbage come wintertime when I don't have plants to water in the outside to do some cardio. So stay tuned for that. I'm not sure what that looks like. (laughs) Catch me outside on a towel in the snow, I guess. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) We might have to come up with some winter rituals for you. I just like if the sun's not out, why? What you need is an addition on the back of your house that's like a sunroom or like a greenhouse. So I've been... So that even in the winter, it's warm in there. I've been working on that. Yeah. It's back to that like pivotal moments in our lives. Like if we're going to stay here longer, I want to add on a sunroom. Yeah. And if we're not going to stay here longer, I want to buy a house with a sunroom. (laughs) But my bank account's like, you can't afford to buy a house with a sunroom right now. You need, right. You need to sit tight for a minute. (laughs) But I hope your favorite ritual is listening to us every Thursday. Me too. That's what I hope you all are thinking. My ritual is on Thursday mornings. I drive to work and listen to Not So Ladylike. (laughs) Speaking of listening to our podcast, though, we would love to connect with you on social media. You can find us at Not So Ladylike Podcast, all one word, no spaces. And if you like today's episode or any of our episodes, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. We would really appreciate it. We will see you next week. Love Love you. Bye. Bye.